Welcome to the One Church Podcast. We're glad you could join us today for another epic message of grace. If you enjoyed today's word, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. It helps others like you find our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram by following us at OneChurchVB or join the discussion on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash OneChurchVB. For more information about One Church, go to OneChurchVB.com. Now, for today's epic message of grace. Here at One Church, we believe your tithes should belong in your home church. If you feel led to give, tithes and offerings can be contributed online through the Venmo app, available both on Apple and Google. Just search for One Church VB to find us today. You are now about to experience a Rick Stone original. Please enjoy. One Church, it is Easter weekend, and we are so happy you're here. Tomorrow, we are celebrating Resurrection Day, Jesus, and what he did on the cross. But tonight, we're going to continue our series, Greatest of All Time. And of course, we're talking about Jesus. And we're going to be in Colossians chapter 3. And I love it because it puts our focus on him. All, all of it is about where is our focus. And sometimes we keep our focus too much on us when we need to raise our eyes and focus on Jesus. And I promise you, you will be, you will be relieved. You'll have a weight lifted off of you because it's not on my works, but it's on what he did on the cross. And what's perf- what's better than Easter weekend, than focusing on who Jesus is and celebrating his life. How can you not have joy when you're focusing on what Jesus did for us? So we're going to be in Colossians chapter 3. We're going to just going to do verses 1 through 4. And I hope, my hope for you today, like every week, is that you walk out of this or whenever you stop listening to this or cut it off, that, that you feel lighter, you feel closer to God, not because of me, but what the Holy Spirit is doing in, in you. So this is what it says. We're going to start in verse 1. It says, Since you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. How many? This is just the no-brainer. How many issues do we have that's so easy to focus on that's right in front of us. How easy is it to focus on the things that we have when we should be setting our minds and focus on something so much greater than than just things, than just issues that are happening in our lives? When we put our focus and our minds set on Jesus, it changes the game. When we look at what Jesus did on the cross, it makes our issues seem so small. And the cool thing about what Jesus did, it wasn't it was a moment in time when it happened, but it affected for it was effective for all of eternity. That means we get to reap the benefits of what Jesus did back over 2,000 years ago. We get to reap those benefits today. And when we realize that he died on a cross because of how much he loves us, because we were the ones that took on the shame, we were the ones that, that fell short of the glory of God. 
And he is the one that brought grace and a new covenant with us today. This weekend is all about this new covenant, this new contract between us and God that we are now on the grace side of things. It's not you work and work to gain God's love, but God loves us. And that's why we want to go to work and tell others about Jesus. God absolutely loves you. Where is your focus this week? What what has overwhelmed your mind? Not to put guilt on you, not to put condemnation on you, but just kind of like a refresh. What where has your mind been more focused on? And if it's and for those, if it's on Christ, awesome. It's not one of the it's not, I don't want you to ever think it's one of those messages where it's, well, you could be doing better. Because that's on us, right? Jesus couldn't have done anything any more better. And when we focus on that, that's when we become free. That's when we look at where Jesus is and who he is. And then we remember what he says about us and what he did. Easter weekend is all about the the hope that finally came. And now we have the freedom because of what he did. We are not in bondage anymore. If you're feeling in condemnation, that is not from Jesus. That is not from the Holy Spirit. If you're feeling so condemned that you have depression setting in because you're not satisfying some goal or some commandment, that is not God. Dude, does God bring us conviction? Yes, because that's the Holy Spirit inside of us, but that pushes us to be better. Condemnation brings us down. The enemy tries to bring condemnation. The enemy tried to hold Jesus down. If he tried to hold Jesus down, course he's going to try to hold us down. But the cool thing is, is Jesus defeated him. Jesus conquered death, conquered sin, conquered the enemy, and we get to celebrate in that. When I get, when I watch sports and I'm celebrating my team if they win, it's not because I did anything. I sat on the couch and ate potato chips, right? Or chili or whatever was that week. Don't want to get into details on the menu. But I didn't do anything, but I get to celebrate with the team. The cool thing about Jesus is he never loses, and we get to constantly celebrate who he is. So this weekend, I just hope you take some time to celebrate who he is. And what the celebration looks like, looks, or what does it look like? It could be worshiping and raising your hands and surrendering. It could be praying. It could be getting together with your family and just enjoying each other's company and talking about what God did for us this year, this past year. And you're like, I don't know if I want to talk about this past year. There is still plenty good to talk about what God has done in our life and what God is going to, what we can look forward to and what God's going to do. See, celebration comes in all different forms. Sometimes it's clapping and cheering, and sometimes it's just taking a moment to reflect on who he is, but it's all about positioning our minds and focusing on he is with, he is at the right hand of God. He is at, he is at the throne and we get to embrace that and enjoy that. Put your minds at at ease and put your mind focused on him. Let's rest in his grace this weekend because that's what it is. There's nothing we, when he went to the cross, there's nothing we could have done. There's nothing that we did do or that we could have done or anything to, to have him do that. We couldn't have stopped them if we wanted to. He did that because he absolutely loves us. Jesus absolutely loves you and he proved it on the cross. 
can we celebrate that this weekend? Can can we focus on that this weekend? And you say, Rick, we should focus on that every weekend. Of course, why not? That's the goal, right? That's where we want to be, is to always be focused on Jesus. It's not to think that we're not human and we don't make mistakes, but it's that we get to celebrate that those mistakes and those sins are washed away because of what Jesus did. It's not every time I make a sin, I have to rededicate my life. I remember when I was younger, I thought, I always, <laughs> I may have said this before, but I always thought, I hope I die on the way, this is kind of morbid, die on the way home from church because then I know I'm going to heaven, right? Because I'll make sure I make a decision for Jesus at the end of service and raise my hand. And just so you know, that's not, me raising my hand doesn't mean, oh, I'm, I'm saved. It's believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, and you will be saved. And, and that decision, accepting the gift, doesn't just, all right, all your, all your sins from the past are completely done. But when you mess up as a Christian, now you're really bad sinning. No, Jesus is so, what he did on the cross covers that also everything moving forward also. And we get to enjoy that and celebrate that this weekend. Shame off of us because of what Jesus did. And and his power and that love changes our life. That's what makes us want to be better. I'm going to continue in verse 3. For you for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then also, oh, sorry, then you will also appear with him in glory. The whole point of that is that our old selves died. We are not hindered anymore. All of it is gone. It's dead. It's, it's time to stop thinking about what, what I should have done, what I had, or what, what could have been. God is so much bigger than your past. It's all that is gone. You're in a new position. No more hindrance. Stop be, Stop letting legalism come in and say, you have, well, yeah, you were, you're saved, but it's no but. You either are or you're not. You're either full and understand God's grace or, or you never got it. It's, I understand God's grace. I'm walking in this direction and the enemy will come in and try to whisper and be like, but do you, do you understand? And that's, that's what the enemy likes to do. That's what the enemy did to Jesus. Are you sure? Hey, look what else you could. Hey, he showed him all these things and tried to. The enemy tried to take Jesus and focus on something else to get his mind off of you and me and go a different direction. And his father in heaven and go a different direction. He tried to get Jesus to do that. And the whole time he threw the word back at him. He knew what his calling was. And we get to enjoy that Holy Spirit inside of us and walk in his grace. Our past is our past. God covers that. What's our focus on today? I don't care what happened last week. What's our focus on today? R- really random. I I guess it's because I saw, saw the movie pop up the other day. And this is going to be, just bear with me on this illustration, but the Mighty Ducks. Put, put a comment in there in the bottom if you remember the Mighty Ducks back in the day. I remember back in the day, there were so many great sports movies back in the day that would just pop up. The, the Little Giants, you know what I'm talking about. Rookie of the Year, I'll, I'll keep going. But the Mighty Ducks, well, I remember it coming out and loved it. And there was a scene I don't always stuck with me. 
uh, the coach was reminiscing about the past when he blew a game. He had this, he was in the championship game and he deked out, he juked out the goalie, wide open goal, barely missed the shot for the game winner and they lost the game. It bounced off the post and went off. And he was telling a kid that he was coaching, he goes, if, a, if I was a quarter inch the other way, it would have went in. And the kid responded and said, well, if it was a quarter inch the other way, you would have completely missed. And he goes, but how cool is that? You got to play in the championship game. And so many times our focus is on the thing that, well, if I would have just done this a little bit different, and we focus on these, these things that if I, if I would have just done this, God has you here right now for a reason. I don't care what happened in your past. Even if it was our mistake that we could have done better, God uses all things for the good of those who love him according to the will of his plan. Everything is built to be right here, right now. God used everything for this moment. So what we need to do is focus on Jesus. Where's your focus? Is it focused on that, if I would have just done this a little bit different? Or is it focused on, look what Jesus did for me. That's so much bigger than that one incident at a small period of time in life. But what Jesus did to create a new covenant with us that's full of grace, and we can grab that and hold on to that and say, no matter what the enemy throws at me, I have God's grace on my side. And the Holy Spirit inside me fills me up. So that is where my joy from it comes from. That is where salvation comes from. That is what I need. I don't need the past speaking to me, telling me what I should have done, when right now God has something for you today. Even if it's just changing your focus and seeing what he's going to do over the course of the next week, month, year. Let's celebrate Jesus and what he did on the cross. He, when he appears, we are going to appear with him in glory. All we did was make a decision. All we did was say yes. So every day we get to wake up and say yes. And sometimes we, we say yes and we don't act like and walk it out perfectly. But it don't let that hold you back from saying yes now. Don't let that hold you back from saying, you know what? This week was stressful and man, that's all I'm thinking about is how I'm going to overcome this particular insert stressful situation. But now I'm going to say yes to the grace of God and let him into that situation. I'm going to readjust my focus on who he is. And I hope tonight that this is just a reminder of the focus on him. That's all you get out of this message is focus on him and who he is. He is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. We can focus on him. He's the one that defeated death, and we get to enjoy that. So tonight, if you're saying, I want that, I want God in my life, I need to refocus, or if, or if it's you that says, I never knew God, and I want that, I want to put my focus on Jesus, and I want to surrender my life to Jesus because of what he did for me, and I want that love. I'm going to pray with you. And if you say amen, you can message us. And we want to pray with you. And and we don't want to call you out. It doesn't mean you join our church. We just want to help you along the way. So I'm going to pray. And if this is you, uh, we would love to pray with you. So God, we thank you so much. We thank you for who you are.
we thank you that we can put our focus on you and it's not by my works but what you did on the cross that brings salvation there's nothing i could do nothing i could do to save myself all i can do is accept your love it's what you did on the cross that brought salvation and we thank you for that and we declare you our savior and we celebrate you this week and then we thank you for that and and i pray that this weekend people uh, change their focus and put it all on you and we thank you in the name of jesus amen church thank you so much i hope you have an awesome happy resurrection day and we get to celebrate tomorrow who jesus is we love you have fun running around looking for easter eggs with your kids and eat a bunch of chocolate. We love you. Hey, One Church, and happy Easter once again. We are so excited to have you joining us for tonight's message. And wasn't Pastor Rick's message incredible? We're so thankful for you, Pastor Rick. Thank you so much for all you do for our church. But again, this is fair warning. We are doing our communion service right now. So go ahead and grab your communion elements, whether that is bread or crackers, water, wine, whatever you do communion with, go ahead and grab that now. And while you're grabbing that, I'm gonna go ahead and read from 1 Corinthians 11, starting in chapter 23. And it says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and, and drink this cup, you proclaim, pro, proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Now, I love this because it's exactly what we celebrate every single Easter. And it's we're celebrating two wonderful, beautiful things. And it, it describes it in this verse here. We're, we're celebrating the fact that the old covenant was fulfilled, the old covenant of the law. When Jesus died on the Christ, it was saying that, hey, we weren't perfect. We could never fulfill the old covenant of the law because we're simply just fallible humans. We're a flesh, we're imperfect. We can never achieve this unachievable means. But Jesus Christ came and he died on the cross for our sins so that we, he could be the fulfillment of that old covenant for us once and for all. But he took it a step further and he brought this new covenant of grace. And when we take communion, we remember that. When we take this, this bread, this cracker, whatever it is, this represents his body that was broken for us. That was the, the fulfillment of the old covenant, of the old law. His body was broken for us. It was battered, it was beaten, it was bruised. And this represents all of our punishment of the old covenant that was taken for us. So whether you've got sickness, disease, shame, shame, guilt, whatever is going on in your body right now, when we take this cracker, when we eat this bread, we remember that we no longer bear the weight of that. You are set free from that. And that's not just saying when we go to heaven that we are set free from that. No, we are set free right now, right here. So if you have sickness even in your body right now, we eat this and we can stand in agreement that right now we are set free from that. So if you need to hear that right now, I know I need to hear that right now. As we eat this bread together, Let's stand in agreement, and I am believing with you, I'm believing for you, that we are set free, we are fully restored here and now, not just in heaven, but here and now. We are fully restored, we are whole, we are healed, we are set free, because we are no longer under the bondage of that old covenant. And when we take this cup, 
This cup for me, it's just juice. For you, it might be juice, it might be wine, it might be water, whatever it is for you, it represents his blood. And it's nothing creepy. It just means that his blood washed away our sins once and for all. But it also means that it sealed the deal on this new covenant. And covenants that were sealed in blood were unbreakable. They were unshakable. They were a bond that could not be broken. So when we drink this cup that represents its blood, it's, it's a remembrance of him, of what he did on the cross when his body was broken and when his blood was shed. It was shed for this new covenant that says this covenant of grace that cannot be broken. This is our freedom. This is this covenant of grace where we are set free once and for all forever. And we never have to go back to bondage. We never have to live under the law again. And that's what Easter is about. It's a beautiful story of love. It's a beautiful story of grace, of undeserved, unmerited favor. And that's what we do when we do communion. It's not some weird ritualistic thing. It's a beautiful story of grace. And that's what we're remembering when we do it. So will you take it with me? Let's take the bread together as we'll remember what we are set free from. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your body that was broken for us, that you set us free from the bondage of the law, that you fulfilled the old covenant for us, Father. We thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Will you take the cup with me? Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this new covenant of grace, that you set us free, that we can live in your freedom, that you brought us into your kingdom, Father, that we now get to enjoy all the benefits of your love, of your inheritance, that we get to uh, enjoy your life, your abundance, your blessing, your grace. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this Easter Sunday where we get to celebrate all that you've done for us, that you were the fulfillment of the old covenant, that you brought us this new covenant of grace, that we have freedom, that we have life, that we have life more abundantly. Father, that it is finished once and for all, that you have blessed us to be a blessing to others, that you bring no judgment, and that we are set free once and for all. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, One Church, we are so thankful that you have joined us this Sunday. Happy Easter. I pray that you have a wonderful Sunday with your families and enjoy each other. Go out there and enjoy God's love on you. And I pray that it just flows out of you and that you are spreading it to other people out there. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for another epic message of grace. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen so others can find us too. We'll be back next week with another incredible message. Until then, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at OneChurchVB or find out more information about One Church at OneChurchVB.com. Have a great week.